Welcome back. A week from today is Interfaith Social Services of Quincy's annual Feed the Hungry Gala, arguably their biggest fundraiser of the year. And it's almost sold out, which is good news uh, for them. But it doesn't mean you still can't help out. So Rick Doan is here to tell us all about it. Good to see you again, Rick. Good to see you, too. Yeah, we only have a couple tickets left. Okay. So if people want to get them, they got to act now. Now's the time. Because sometime in the next couple days, we'll be closing down okay. that link to buy tickets. All right. How many folks? Um, we have, we're almost at 400, so Super. 400 is our, our max. Uh, we want people to be comfortable in the room. Yeah. It's a granite links, they're great to work with. Really, really wonderful to work with. And we have tons of restaurants from here in Quincy throughout the South Shore that are gonna be there. It's gonna be a fun night. It always is, right? Yes. Am, am I right in saying it's your biggest fundraiser? It absolutely is our year. biggest it fundraiser. Is, yeah. yeah, I mean, a, a fundraiser, an event like this, yeah. it's for two reasons. One is an excuse to ask everybody to help out. <laughs> But it's also a great way to teach people yeah. um, about our organization. And so we really try to do that. We're at the event. We're educating people. We're, we're talking. Q QATV, you guys helped us put together a video yes. profiling one of our clients yep. and the struggles she's gone through. She's a mom, a single mom with five kids, lost her husband a couple of years ago, um, suffers with mental health has need to use our food pantry, a working mom, mm. you know, that, where she is a professional, but with five kids, she struggles and needs to reach out periodically. And so we'll be featuring her story as part of our gala okay. um, to help people understand uh, what our clients are going through. Right. Yeah, it's so it's not just fun. It's, it's educational. <laughs> well, it, it's purposeful. Absolutely. It's, purposeful. it's party with a purpose. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's right in the name, feed the hungry. Yeah. It's, it's a very simple goal, right? Uh, but it has uh, wide-ranging impacts for, for families. Well, and it's also, I mean, our food pantry at Interfaith is one of our biggest programs, yep. but we also have our mental health counseling center, homelessness prevention program. And we say people are hungry for comfort right. and, 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 and compassion through our counseling center, and they're hungry for housing. Mm -hmm. um, that's never been more true than now. Um, the need has been crazy yeah. the last couple of years for re outreach for people facing eviction. Well, and in fact, not too long ago, you put out an urgent appeal, actually, yeah. uh, because you saw the uh, donations to the food pantry cut in half from your supplier, right? Yeah, well, what was going on, so all the food pantries in Greater Boston sort of depend on a regional distribution supplier, and uh, they had a lot of staffing problems, and so it was fluctuating where we were, a lot of food pantries were cut in half the amount of food we could get. And it was really tough for all of the food pantries right. in Greater Boston. It's but at the same time that we were seeing that reduction in the amount of food we were yes. getting, we also were seeing a significant increase in the number of clients that we served. It was the perfect storm. It really yeah, was. Yeah. And, but what was amazing is, you know, I recorded, uh, you know, sort of a little video yep. telling people what's going on. And the response was phenomenal. Is that right? And that's what, it's really miraculous mm. that when there's a need and we're like, okay, this is an emergency, we're going to engage our support network. Yes. And people rallied. That's great. And, uh, and met the need and kept us from really a, a difficult situation. Has that crisis averted now? Is it, it has. Our okay. food, uh, food weights are almost back up to 100% for all the emergency food programs. Um, it's still around 80% or so, but we're back up to that 100%. Okay. Um, and uh, our food rescue, too, is a big part of what we do.
Um, so we're going around to a dozen different supermarkets every, most people know us from that, <laughs> our truck on the road, okay. driving around, it says food rescue, and I'll see people sometimes and they go, what does that mean? Yeah. What are you rescuing? And it's all the, the day-old baked goods, it's the dairy products, it's the meat, perfectly good food that we get back out to yeah, our Yeah, I clients. guess it's, people don't think about that, you know, no. but, but it's just like in your own home. If, if things are getting close to expiration, uh, you know, what do you do with them? But it's even more than that. Yeah. So in a supermarket, if you go to a supermarket and you see something that is five days to the best buy date yep. or two days, yep. you're going to buy the five-day one. Right. And so supermarkets know that, that people stop buying that when it gets close to expiration. Okay. It's not expiration, best buy. Okay, right. Still perfectly good. Yep. So those supermarkets like Star Market and Stop and Shop and Trader Joe's and BJ's, they'll take that meat and they'll throw it in the freezer. We pick it up, bring it back, give it right out to our clients. Perfectly good food. Okay. All yeah. right. So rescuing it literally from literally. being tossed away. Yeah. And there's a state law around that too. Really? That there's that in the state of Massachusetts, you can't dispose beyond like a thousand pounds a week of organic matter. Oh. And so these supermarkets aren't just encouraged to donate. It's a legal obligation mm. that they donate. Okay. And it's half of the food we distribute every year. It's a half a million pounds. That's amazing. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about how much you actually distribute and, and yeah. how many people you help. Yeah. So we distribute about a million pounds of food a year. It's astounding. It, it is. And what's amazing is our truck, because if, if anybody's ever been to our program, I mean, a lot of our volunteers are watching right now. Mm -hmm. They're Quincy residents, and they come in every week to serve in our food pantry. And it's not a huge location, because we don't need to warehouse the food. We're distributing it. Yeah. So as fast as it's coming in, we're getting it out to people, and then our truck is coming back. And we're unloading it, and we're getting it out to cli it's clients. The truck is loading <laughs> up and coming back. It's on demand, literally yeah. on demand, yeah. It is, but it, it's the, the way the system needs to be. Right. As long as there's no disruptions like during the pandemic. Right, but, right. Um, beyond that, it, but the need has been uh, beyond anything we've ever seen. Beyond, even, even during the pandemic? Oh, so many more households really? than during the pandemic. Really? And this is not just us. This is throughout the entire state of Massachusetts. Food pantries are seeing upwards of 25% more people mm -hmm. compared to last year. And last year was already a record-setting year. So, and I'll give you an example. Go ahead, yeah. Our food pantry in 2015, on one day, we served 85 households. Okay. That was our record. Okay. That was your record? It was our record. It's, where it was, what, eight years ago? Yeah. Okay. And it was right before, it was that really bad winter. Okay. And it was right oh. in the midst of all of those storms and 85 households. That stood until the week before Thanksgiving. Now, to put that in perspective, Interfaith is over 70 years old. That's right. Okay. But... The week before Thanksgiving, one day we served 97 households, another day we served 85 households, another day 88 households. This Monday we served 90 households. Wow. So the need has grown in, in exponentially mm -hmm. over these past few years. So it's, it's a little scary, um, but amazing that people are stepping up, volu more volunteers are coming in because yeah. that's one of the things we need the most is people in the community who can give three hours a week to come in and serve with us and help their neighbors in need and the financial support to purchase the food right. and the relationships from supermarkets. Right. There yeah. are some supermarkets where a manager will change over and they're not committed to rescuing food. Really? And we can see it. 
we can see on our statistics the change in a management hmm. in a supermarket because there's some managers that care more about it than others. I see. Okay. And they just can't be bothered. So now I heard, you know, different reports that big warehouses like, say, Amazon or other major distributors were kind of pulling volunteers away from places like Interfaith and food pantries because they're, you know, they're paying pretty decent wages. You know, I've heard that that nationwide, yeah. that there's that trend. We have not seen it. Okay. So we have more volunteers than ever. That's we have a, 130 every week that are serving in our programs, and we are not at capacity. Really? Um, okay. We are always looking to bring in more volunteers. And our volunteers are all over. The, the, they're, they're retired individuals. Sure. There's, uh, they're unemployed individuals. There's people who work from home. We were nervous about how what working from home would do. Then people aren't out, so they're never going to come to Interfaith, right? right? Well, yeah. no, it was it was also corporate groups where mm -hmm. when the pandemic hit, ah, sure. all the corporate groups that used to send us volunteers stopped. Yes. Yep. And then we're like, well, is this the end of this? Right. And what's happened is a lot of corporate groups have gone back to their hybrid. Yes. And employers really want to get their employees together, but they don't want to come to the office. Okay. All right. But they want to volunteer. Yes. So we've seen a surge in the number of businesses that want to bring volunteer groups in, which is a, a, a plus in, in all different categories. Well, it's a good team building uh, yeah. exercise for the companies, you know, but obviously it benefits Interfaith at the same time. It benefits us. It yeah. gets them into the community. It gets them seeing what's going on. Right. It gets visibility for those businesses too, because we will take their photo and tag them on social sure. media and recognize them um, because they're investing in the community. Yep. And those are in businesses we hope people will will frequent and, sure. and, and utilize their services. Yeah, maybe encourage other businesses to say, hey, that might be a good idea for us as well, right? Yeah, um, I think they are setting the example. Yeah. And um, I know that here in Quincy, at least, uh, high school seniors uh, need, what, 30 hours of community service. Yeah. So there's an opportunity there. Vacation weeks always book up. Ah. The week of Christmas, we're actually closed. Pantry okay. closes, everybody gets a week off okay. after a very hectic couple yes, months. Right. Um, but uh, April vacation, February vacation, always book up really early sure. with a lot of, uh, of students looking for those hours. That's nice. Yeah, yeah that's but nice. we don't take calls from moms. <laughs> okay. So if a mom calls up and says they're looking to schedule volunteer service for their, for their teenager. Have your kid call. We will say, please have your son or daughter call. Okay. We're happy to help them out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold their feet to the fire, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's part of the process right. of them learning to do it. It's not just being a warm body. Yes. It's being invested and yeah. understanding and part of what's going on. Sure. Um, Feed the Hungry, let's talk about the actual events. Yeah. Uh, where, when, and what? So it is uh, December 8th, next Friday, at Granite Links, 6.30 p.m. Okay. We do not sell tickets at the door. Okay. Um, so they have to be purchased ahead of time. And we put the fun in fundraising. <laughs> we have uh, several different breweries who will be there. We have local places like Pearl and Lime are going to be there. There's 10 different restaurants um, from throughout the South Shore. Great. They're going to be there doing tastings. There's um, uh, Novara is going to be there. There is uh, um, Almanove is going to be mm. there. There's a lot of different places that will be doing tastings um, of from their menu. And then we have games. Uh, lots of games for people to play, and we have auctions, and um, it's really a fun time. Uh, Fuji has been a great supporter for a long time. We have a local distributor that donates oysters. Mm. That's always very popular. It's right next to the, the sushi. Okay. Fuji is there with their sushi, Fuji right. Walk, 
and then right next to them is the oysters. The seafood section. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a very popular area. I'm sure. We put the silent auction right near there because ah, we know good. it's a high traffic area. Yes. Uh, let's talk about some of the items that will be auctioned off. We, uh, we actually, one of our, the things we're most excited about, I'm not a hockey person, but I've been told this is a big deal, that we have a stick signed by last year's entire team. Oh. Um, which has, includes several retired players. Um, there's also, and there was a record-setting year for the Bruins mm -hmm. last year. And so I've been told it's a big deal. Neat. Okay. <laughs> uh, again, I, a little bit lost on me. Right. If it was a Marvel or Star Wars <laughs> thing, I could tell you all okay. about it. Um, but uh, it's, we've heard from a lot of people that this is really a sought-after item. Okay. Um, and what's great is you don't have to be at the event to bid on it. Right. Yep. So we are going to send out an email to everybody in our database uh, the, the, the couple days before the gala, and they can bid on it. Oh, even so before it starts? Before it oh, starts, and okay. you don't even need to attend. Okay. So all the people in our database will get that link. So maybe there's people watching now that can't attend the mm -hmm. gala, mm -hmm. or that's not their thing. They can go and register on our website mm -hmm. um, to get on our email list, and then we'll send them that link. Okay, and they can bid on it. Yeah, they okay. can bid on those items. And actually, we started doing that the last couple of years, and a lot of the people in the room don't even end up winning it. Ah. It's people at home, and <laughs> we're happy about that. Well, we want right. it to go for as much as it can go for. Of course, yeah. Um, but we have um, sports packages. We have hotel stays. We have uh, the Hummingbird Ranch out in wine country in California. Oh. It's for six people, four nights, including winery tours. It's really some neat packages. Very good, all right. Yeah. And uh, is music part of the uh, we festivities? We have a, yeah. a live band. Okay. Um, they are for local musicians that come together and do this for us, and they're really a great band. Fun. Yeah, it's all gonna right. be fun. And then, I'm trying to think, we also have some giveaways. Ah. So just being there. Okay, a door prize? Uh, well, sort of, a little bit. You kind of got to donate to get it. Okay. But most people, um, one of the fun games we do is called our Blinky Light game. <laughs> okay. And every, if you buy a Blinky Light, you're in it, and it's heads or tails, and we flip a coin. So everybody with a Blinky Light stands up, yep. and they have to put their hands on their head or their tail. Okay. And we flip a coin, <laughs> and, and we narrow it down. Yep. And the winner gets a $500 gift card. Oh, that's neat. So it's fun okay. because everybody's participating in it. Right. Um, it's a really fun thing. And it's, kind of, it's really kind of a, like a formal affair, right? Folks get really dressed oh, up. Oh, for sure. And uh, I know the restaurants put on their, their very best. And it's a cocktail formal. Okay. That's the, uh, yeah. that's the term for attire. So right. not formal tuxedos. It's cocktail formal. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an event. It is. Yeah. And for us, it's our most important night of the year. Right. We spend all year planning for it. We have 60 volunteers who will be there helping to run it. Um, and it is where it's a third of our funding comes how, from that event. How much is that? Right? It's, well, we're anticipating raising about $500,000, $500,000. Wow. Okay. Um, so it's a really important night for us. It absolutely is, yeah. yeah. And it has repercussions uh, throughout the winter, right? I mean, this oh, yeah, is I mean, really this is how you how It's you what sustains, sustains us. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, these kinds of people, it, it's a party with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And the people who will be there are learning about our programs. But we know it's not for everybody. And that's why we have our 5K in the spring. Mm -hmm. And we have the opportunity to talk about mental illness, and that's probably the next time we'll get together to talk about that. If not sooner, um, sure. But, yeah. you know, I want to make sure that people know during this time that if they're struggling with mental health, that they should reach out for help, that there are many resources here in Quincy mm -hmm. to help people who need help. 
and that they shouldn't uh, suffer in silence and that mental illness uh, is, is not a character flaw. You've so, said that every time you're here. It, yeah. it, well, it's, it's, it's a drum that I'm going to beat forever. Yes. Because there are a lot of people who don't reach out for help because they're afraid of how it might look or how others might perceive it. But especially this time of year, there's a lot of suffering. Um, there's a lot of joy, but there's also a lot of sadness, and, and we want people to reach out for help. Okay. All right. They should do that. I know that you have uh, the... New Directions Counseling Center. We right do, but, but here in Quincy, I mean, we have our counseling center, yep. but there's Bay State, there's Aspire, there's Maria Drost. You know, we're in a community with a wealth of resources. It's true. And we don't want any, any, any families to have tragedies. Sure. Yeah. Um, what do you need right now in terms of donations? You know, the one thing I'll say is diapers. Oh, really? Diapers yeah. sizes five and six. Okay. <laughs> Kids go through one through four pretty quickly. Yep. Um, but they stay in five and six for a while. Okay. Um, and then incontinence products. We serve a lot of seniors, and they need those incontinence products. Okay. Um, and then pads and tampons for women. These are all items that are necessities. Yeah. That aren't covered by any federal assistance programs. Okay. All right. Um, and those, they're, they're expensive? They are. Yeah. They are. Okay. The other thing is, is books. Kids' books. Ah. We encourage everybody's got them at home. Uh, you know, or they pick them up or they, you know, bring them into us and our food pantry gets those books out to the kids we serve in our food pantry. Okay. Last year we gave out 15,000 books. That's incredible. Food pantry. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Do you find folks that you have served in the past come back to volunteer, Rick? Sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, especially now we're seeing people that haven't been to the pantry in three, four, five years coming back. Having to come back. Um, and we see people who... Um, you know, they come when it's a crisis. Is it the cost of living that you're seeing? Is it's, it's a lot of the reasons. The most impactful? Yeah. It's cost of living. It's housing. Yep. It's inflation. There were federal programs that were cut back. There were Medicare right. that, that, you know, cut a lot of people uh, back after they did recertifications. Yes. So it's, there's no one silver bullet that's causing all this. Like during the pandemic, it was easy to right. say, this is the thing. No, causing people the were out of work, so right. Yeah, right. Um, it's just a lot of different things right now. Okay. And it's not the migrant community. A lot of people have asked that question. Yeah. We are not seeing that community come in. That's not the demand we're seeing. It's long-term residents of our region mm -hmm. that need help. Okay, so it could be your neighbor. It, absolutely. It, yeah. is, it is our neighbors. Sure. Um, if you can't get tickets to Feed the Hungry, you can still donate, right? Absolutely. Yes. Donate. Come to our thrift shop. Our thrift shop is decked out okay. with all the holiday stuff uh, right now. Okay. We have great sales. Our thrift shop, after the, the gala, is one of our biggest fundraisers. Are you uh, adorned in thrift Today, shop? Today, my pants, yes. my shirt, yep. my shoes. <laughs> I love the Bureau Drawer Thrift <laughs> okay. Shop. I'm one of the best customers. Um, but we really have great stuff that's donated by the community here in Quincy coming in. We're selling it, and it's supporting the community here in Quincy. It's a perfect, uh, you know, circle of life. Yes, that's great. <laughs> uh, all over social media, I know you yep, are, right? Everywhere, yep. Instagram, yep. Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we're there. Okay, and you have a special website just for the gala. We do. Yeah, yeah we do. I mean, to highlight our sponsors, yep. to let people know about the great businesses that are supporting us, because like I said, we hope that people will support them. Right. Anything else you should let folks know about? Everybody who comes to the gala gets some Purefections goodies on the way out the door. <laughs> okay. Love Purefections. They're fantastic. <laughs> Satisfy your sweet tooth. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks so much, Rick. Always good to talk to you. Uh, great to talk to you, too. And Happy holidays. Same to you, and I hope you have a fantastic turnout again this year. Us, too.